Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of When the Cleats Come Off. I'm so happy to have you here today. Hope you're having a great week. This is gonna be a fun episode. I'm so excited for your ears to get on this one. This is an interview with one of my OG online training peeps, Kenzie Castro. Kenzie is has been working with me ever since I used to work with the package deal. She came to a couple clinics, we got to know each other, and now all of a sudden I'm giving her virtual lessons from across the country. It's the coolest thing. So she was one of my OG online training members back in 2019 when I first started online training. And now what it's called is the Smash Tribe Academy membership. So that's how it's transitioned a little bit. And in this interview, you're going to hear us talk about online training. And that's basically what that is. It's virtual training with her and I. I am her hitting coach from far away. This is one of my favorite interviews. So we hopped on a live call on Instagram last year, and we talked all about her goal and what we're doing to achieve it. So her big goal is to hit her first home run. And what we talk about in this episode is what we're doing to create a roadmap to make it happen. So just like anything, we all have big time goals, but a lot of times we don't have structure around how we're going to get there. So in this conversation with Kenzie, we talk about her hitting plan. We talk about a few drills to work on her leg strength and her bat path. We talk about that exact roadmap from where she is now to where she wants to be and what she's going to dial in and work on this week, this month, and until that big time goal happens for her. So if your athlete has ever wanted to hit a home run or has hit it and is having trouble maybe making it happen again, this is a really clear conversation about, hey, this is exactly what you need to be working on to make it happen sooner rather than later. Since this is a recording of a recording, I want to apologize in advance because Kenzie's audio isn't always very clear, but I try to do a good job of repeating what she says so you guys can find clarity in what the conversation's about. But other than that, this is going this is already one of my favorite episodes just because I love Kenzie so much and you're going to love her too. So, here is this week's episode with Smash Tribe Hitting Academy member Kenzie. Hey there, I'm Ashley Burkhart, owner of Ashley B Training, former D1 athlete and professional athlete in the game of softball. I even spent a little bit of time coaching at the college level as well, but now I coach athletes and especially youth athletes. And I try to teach them the ways to become the very best versions of themselves. And I know that they can't do that without a support system that will do anything and everything to make sure their dreams and their goals happen for them. A lot of times I hear parents and coaches saying, hey, I'm just gonna dish my athlete off to you. Hopefully you can figure out what her issue is. Here's the deal. That's not how we should coach. That's not how we should parent. And I can tell you right now, I'm not a parent, but your athlete is the most influenced by you. And I truly believe that you are one of the reasons why she plays the game. And I truly believe you are one of the reasons why she plays so hard. So if we can learn from some of the greats, I'm gonna have some of the best softball players Some of the best softball players, parents, even my parents and my family are going to be on this podcast sharing our journeys with you so that when the cleats do come off, you know what to say so that she can learn from her mistakes sooner, so that she can become the best version of her. And that's what we want. We want our athletes to be able to thrive. And that's why we're here. 
So welcome to this podcast. This is going to get real. This is going to get deep. And I'm here to challenge your thinking. That's why I coach. I'm really excited for you to be here. And I can't wait to hear who else is going to be along this journey with us, learning from some of the best. I'm going to be learning too. So whip out your notebook and let's head to the next episode. a special guest on the show. And this special guest is one of my online training athletes. Her name is Kenzie. She's from New York and she has been one of my online training athletes since online training began. And I wanted to do a segment where we did one of our live coachings. So it's just normally, it's just me and her uh, doing like a video call in this kind of format. And her and I, we talk about the skills and the strategies that are going to help her succeed and help her thrive. So I decided to use Kenzie because she has been there since the beginning. So I've almost been working with her for an entire year. So I've gotten to know her really, really well. Um, And she's actually... I'll let her tell you how old she is um, and a little bit about her, but I'm actually waiting on her to join. (gasps) Kenzie's here! Hey, Kenz! Hi. Hi. Is that natural sunlight or do you have a a light just like me? You're glowing right now. You look awesome. Cool, cool. How was school today? Good. It was good? Did you learn anything new? No. (laughs) No? Every time I ask that question, it's hard for someone to pick up what they learned. I'm sure you learned something, but you'd have to think about it a little bit. Or maybe when you're doing your homework later, you'll know what you learned. Yeah, maybe. Awesome. Okay, so I gave everybody a little intro on who you are, but tell everybody how old you are. Nine years old. Nine years old. Sorry, for some reason it was mumbling. Nine years old, and you have some pretty big softball dreams, don't you? Yeah. Some pretty big softball goals. Yeah? I got to learn about your goals the first time I met you, and that was almost... Actually, it was with the package deal, so it was like... Over a year ago. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? You're already so much taller and you've, got, you've grown so much since the first time we met. But I want you to kind of tell everybody a little bit about you and what goals you have. So I'll keep it easy. Your big time goal, like the biggest goal of all time that Kenzie Castro wants to do is what? Hit a home run. You want to hit your first home run. And what I love about this goal is that it is a goal that we can we can take from the conception of the idea of it to the actual thing happening. And I'm telling you right now, from right now to where when we started, you are so much closer to getting to your goal. Don't you agree? You're already so much more awesome of a hitter than when you started. You're so much more confident than when you started. And I've just, it's been such an honor to be able to watch you from when you were little. You still are little to most people. But when we first met to where you are now, you've grown so, so much. And that big time goal of yours is a goal that a lot of other people have too, to hit their very first home run. So I want you to try to tell me this. What do you think is going to happen when you you hit your first home run? Do you think your teammates are going to be cheering for you? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be cheering really loud. Do you think that you're going to be gripping the bat super tight, or is it going to be kind of loose? Kind of 
Kind of loose. Kind of loose. What else do you think you're going to feel when you hit that first home run? Strong legs? What do you got? Like, really happy, and I'm also going to have, like, a lot of power. A lot of power, yes. You're going to need that power, aren't you? Yeah? Absolutely. And so we worked on a couple drills together, haven't we? I've given you some drills via online training to help you with developing your power. Can you maybe think of one drill that we've worked on to develop that leg strength a little bit? Chair drive. Chair drill? That one? Yeah? Can you kind of talk about what you do in that chair drill a little bit? So you sit down on a bucket and well, not actually touch the bucket. Like, and then once the pitcher's hand goes back, you like, get your leg ready and um, you power, your power like, goes like, through. Yeah, that's the chair drill. I love that drill. When you first started the chair drill, was it kind of hard? Was it kind of weird? You're like, why on earth would I be sitting on a chair to hit a softball? But yeah, but one reason why I love giving you that drill, and I give a lot of athletes just like you that drill, because we all can find more power and more strength in our legs, can't we? Yeah, there's so much power and there's so much strength in our legs. And in order to get more out of them, doing a simple squat where you barely touch the chair and then come up out of your legs and then take a swing, you tend to use your legs more in your swing when you're coming from that position. Don't you agree? Yeah, yeah. Some people are waving to you on Instagram. Wave to them. They're so excited to see you. They're like, oh my gosh, thank goodness it's not just Ashley on her lives on Mondays. I think that's what they're thinking. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Okay, so I've sent you some other drills too. Um, And we've probably gone through, um, by now, at least nine or ten different drills that we've worked on together. So one thing that I want you to kind of come up with is, and I think your dad just talked to you about this, What's one of the drills that maybe was like one of the harder drills that I've sent you that like at the beginning when you were first given it, you, it was, it was hard and you kind of struggled a little bit, but maybe you felt yourself get better at it by the end. Can you think of at least one drill that we've done that that's happened to you? Yeah. Uh, uh, right and left hand drill. The right and left hand. Is that the one, the one arm drills? Yeah. Yeah. So, can you tell me a little bit about those and what you do in those? It gets your arms working and, like, your arm extends through. Extended through. It's almost like you know exactly what that drill entails. When A lot of people don't really know what extension is. And exactly what you just showed is the extension drill. So the one-arm drill, essentially, and I'm just going to say it so like whoever's on here can kind of have more of an idea of what it is, but you described it really, really well. You described it perfect. But a little bit more detail when it comes to it is you're using both arms individually to hit through the ball, right? And uh, when I sent you this drill, you probably did it off a tee, right? Yeah. So did you set that tee up way out in front of you or kind of maybe just where your front foot is? Just where my front foot is. Yeah. Why do you think we set up that tee right by our front foot? Because we, that's where like, the plate is. Yeah, that's where the plate is. 
And that's making sure that we're at a nice bend in our elbow when we make contact. Because if the ball's too far out in front, we're gonna get to extension kind of early, right? Yep. So the one-arm drill is essentially you're swinging through the ball, driving my elbow where? Towards the pitcher. Towards the pitcher, and then you're extending through it, right? Yep, yeah. that's it. So which arm was harder for you? Was it your front arm or was it your back arm? Both. Both arms were hard. Okay, okay, I like that. So maybe, give me, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe it's a little tough to swing with one arm because you've never done it before. Yeah. Yeah? It is harder. And did you use a mini bat or did you use your own bat when you did it? Own bat. You used your own bat. Did you choke up a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because it's hard to hold with one arm, a big heavy bat that we swing with two arms. So because you actually used your own bat, it's a little bit harder to do that drill. So I would say if you have, or if anybody has, like a mini bat like a t-ball bat, which you don't play t-ball anymore, but maybe you have like an old one, you could definitely do that drill with a t-ball bat so that you can work on being loose and not having to like feel like you're swinging a tree trunk with something heavy, but use, use that, that little t-ball bat to try to drive through the ball. Yeah. Now, you said both arms were hard. Was there one that was harder than the other though? I don't think so. No? No? Well, some people, when they do that drill, they they say that a lot of people's left arms are hard to do that drill with, and that's because when they're swinging with their left arm, it's a little bit weaker than their right arm because they throw with their right arm. So if you throw with your right arm, it makes sense why the left arm would be a little bit weaker, right? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. So that makes sense. So if you're swinging with your left arm, and for me, I called my left arm. Do you remember what I called it? I think I told you it on our last call. I you forgot? Remember, have you seen Finding Nemo? Yeah. Yeah? Remember how, how Nemo has his lucky fin? And it's a little yeah. bit weaker and a little bit, a little bit smaller than the other one? That I call my left arm my lucky fin from Finding Nemo. So when I'm swinging... And when I used to do this drill, I used to do this drill, I think every time that I hit, because my left arm was so weak compared to my right arm. So when you get older and you start throwing balls harder and harder and harder, your left arm is probably going to be a little bit weaker. So do you think you want to work on that arm a little bit more than your right arm? Yeah. That would make sense, right? So give me a range. If I say, like in your next lesson plan, I say, hey, do 15 swings with your right arm. How many do you think you should add to maybe do with your left arm the next time? 20. 20? That's a good number. Because if you work on it, let's say two or three or four times a week, depending on what season you're in, because I know a lot of people, a lot of other people play other sports, but you just play softball. But let's say... If you're trying to really work on developing your mechanics more in this one season, which we work on in different areas of the year, yeah, about 15 on the, or 20 on this arm and 15 on this arm, you're working more on this arm. So if you work on it a bunch of times a week, you're getting more reps in with this arm, right? Good. You don't have to do like double the amount. That's not what we're asking. You just have to do just a couple more because the more you do, the easier it's going to be. Now, yeah. last thing with that drill, okay? Last thing. 
then you do your arms and your swings and however many I give you in your next lesson plan. Your goal is to by the end be faster from getting from point A, which is our load, to point B, which is our finish. Okay? So our hands, answer this question, are our hands supposed to go in a loop-de-loop to the ball or are they supposed to go straight down to the ball? Straight down, right? Straight down and keeping our hands tight. And that's something that you worked on when you worked on the one arm drill, right? Perfect. So when you're doing that, I want you to try to focus on, this will be the number one thing that I want you to focus on, is trying to get from point A to point B as fast as possible. Okay. Okay? And last but not least, when you do that, do you want to be holding the bat super tight or loose? Loose, because do you remember my phrase that I like to say with your arms? Loose and, it's okay if you don't remember. It's okay, loose and whippy. We would like our arms to be loose and whippy because that's the swing that you're gonna put on that ball when you, fir- when you hit your first home run. Awesome, so we talked about legs, talked about arms, and do we always wanna just be working on our arms and only just, only just working on our legs or do we wanna kinda work on both? Yeah, absolutely. So the next time that you go and hit with dad, I want you to work on something that's upper body and lower body. Okay? So you said the chair drill. That's one that'll work on leg strength, absolutely. And then let's work on especially the one arm drill because if that's the hardest drill for you right now, I want you to be doing that at least because I know how often you train. How many times a week do you think you hit with dad? Four times a week. Four times a week. That's a lot. But that's because you want to hit your first home run. So four times a week, out of those four times or maybe three times one week that you go and hit, always, always, always do the one-arm drill until it becomes easy. that sound good? Yeah? (laughs) Okay, so we're going to be working on that the next time that we hit. What else do I have us to talk about? Oh, is your dad around? Is he close by? Yeah. Is he next to you? There he is. Oh. Hey, how are you? How are you? I'm good. Do you like my hat? I absolutely love your hat. Kenzie, did you notice this hat? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I have to ask, though, because, I mean, you got the hat for me. Did you just grab it from work, or did you get it from somewhere cool? No, so we have a uh, place called the Trooper Foundation, which is based out of the headquarters or the, uh, the train facility up in Albany. That's so uh, cool. Is, is there a significance for the purple, like the color purple? Oh, so purple for us, it, uh, we used it back in 1917 when we formed. It relates to the Raymond, uh, Roman Praetorian car. So, and then thin line is for any fallen trooper. Wow, that's so neat. Now I know the significance of the whole hat. So if anybody ever asks me, I can answer the question. That's awesome. Look up the Raymond Praetorian Guard. They were elite back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And for anybody that's watching, you work for the New York Police Department. New York State Police, yeah. New York State Police. Yeah. So cool. So cool. And it's so awesome that you took off work today to come hang out with us. That's so neat. Or at least this part of the day. This part of the day. This part of the day. Yeah. Kenzie, are you proud of your dad? Does he do some cool stuff? He does some really cool stuff. I think my favorite part about what your dad does 
other than the fact that he works for the New York State Police, that's amazing, is the fact that he works with you on developing you and your strengths all the time. You guys hit together. Does mom ever hit with you guys or is it just you two? Just you two. So this is why I absolutely love our relationship because you two remind me of me and my dad. We work together on the same drills that I'm giving you. A lot of them are the same ones that my dad and I worked on together too. So what I think is super, super awesome is that you're not just learning the game by yourself, Kinsey. You both are learning the game in different ways. And so it's neat to be able to work together because what I'm teaching not only you but your dad is like how to be able to coach and cue different drills so that you can get the most out of them and you can hit that very first home run that your big-time goal is to make and to do. So I think this is a pretty, pretty awesome relationship. And... You guys are amazing. Um, One thing that I wanted to kind of hone in on with both of you is something that we've never done before, all of us together, but on Sundays, are your Sundays normally pretty busy or are they kind of relaxed as of right now? Sundays are uh, practice days for travel. Practice days for travel. Sunday nights, are they kind of busy? No. No? Okay. So the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I'm one of those people that needs structure and I need to know specifically like what's going on this entire week. And I like to have a plan and one element where you guys are amazing. You already work out three to four times a week and you work really hard every time you work out. But on Sunday nights, I think something cool and special that you guys could be doing together, which I didn't even realize my dad did with me until like recently is Sunday nights. You kind of plan out your week. You kind of plan out like every single night that you plan on working out. And sometimes it's not always going to work as planned or as scheduled. But the more that we can plan our specific nights and hours allotted and what we're specifically going to be doing, the more likely it is that we're going to sit down and we're going to go and do it. And for me, like I need to be able to say in my calendar, I am meeting with Kenzie Castro at 8 p.m. on Wednesday. So I make sure I schedule my whole day to make sure that's my priority at that time. And it's going to go awesome because I'm prepped and I'm ready for that. But a lot of times if I, let's say I I randomly want to work on, uh, I want to work out. Let's just say that. I want to work out on my own. And I'm going to do it tomorrow. I just don't know what time I'm going to do it tomorrow. But then like if my day starts and something crazy happens and I have to go and basically burn out the, the fire and then I keep going through my day and other things keep popping up and other obligations keep popping up, is my workout likely to happen or is it going to get pushed back, do you think, Kenzie? Yeah, it's probably going to get pushed back. And and when it comes down to your big time goals and your dreams, we never want to push those back, right? Like we want that home run to happen as soon as we possibly can make it. So if we can schedule our times, maybe like on Sundays for like our entire week, or maybe if you guys are like super, super productive, way more than me, you can plan out the next month or two. If you guys can plan like specific, specifically like each day of the week, what time we're going to be working out together, you're going to be more likely to do it. Are you guys smiling because you do something kind of like this already? <laughs> yes, we do. You do? Tell me about it. What do you guys do? Uh, generally speaking, we know uh, how, so she does a, a speed school that we go to three days a week, so we know what days those are already set, centered around. Uh, then we have two days of travel practice. Uh, that we do, and then she also does the pitching lessons. 
Uh, and coming back with any of that stuff is when we kind of decompress, we talk about things uh, related to softball, not related to softball. And now that softball season kind of kicked off for college, uh, we take time to watch a game on Sundays, uh, if not on Fridays, depending on what we have available. That's so um, cool. And set, you know, put together, she comes home, she makes sure that her homework is done. You know, that's the number one priority before we rock and roll to anything else. Uh, then we move on to whatever we have for that, that day. That's so awesome. And for anybody who's listening that has a nine-year-old that plays multiple sports, like the amount of practices that are yeah, you're putting into just softball could be really for any other sport in any other season. I think if you are practicing more than what you're doing now, you may get tired of it. But the amount of practice and the amount of time you put on your speed work and watching games with dad, like this seems like the perfect the perfect scenario for you, right? Does it feel like the perfect scenario for you, Kenzie? You love it? Good. Yeah. Then, I, then I love that. Then I love that. So I don't want anybody who plays multiple sports to feel like they have to do that for every single sport because then we'd find, like, burnout, and then we wouldn't even have time for homework. But, Kenzie, you know how important homework is, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I know you do. You work really hard in school because – did I hear that there's one goal of yours that you want to, like, play in college or something one day? Yeah. So you know how important that homework is now for you to be able to do that one day. Yeah. Awesome. Vincent, I want to ask you this one final question. So I want you to be able to tell me the things that you've seen in Kenzie from the first time we met, like, well, I guess you could say at the package deal, but the first time we started working online and virtually to where Kenzie is now, and what do you think like the biggest benefit of online training really has been for you guys? So for, for Mackenzie specifically, she started off as a very quiet uh, person, and what you've been able to do is draw that out of her so that she felt comfortable. <laughs> she's comfortable with you, and she's opened up, and you guys have been able to talk and discuss and it allows her to really focus in on what she needs to work on and also realizes that it's not just about softball, that it is about real-life stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's helped boost her confidence, not only in the game, but also her, her life as well. Um, so it's, it's been a huge, huge aspect, not just you know one thing or another. It's been the total package for her. And something like that, I couldn't even explain how much that means to her. Yeah, Kenzie, I've seen you grow just as significantly and probably not as much because I don't see you as much as your dad, but like you were really quiet. Remember our first call that we had together and you were like barely saying anything and you were like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I keep looking at dad. Like, can you help me? And honestly, that's how everything is the first time you try it. And that was, that was your first call, and I'll tell you what, every other athlete that I've worked with for the first time, too, that's how everybody is. But it's really neat to be able to see you grow into this strong and confident athlete that's only nine years old. Like, think about it. You have grown so much from eight to nine, and you are going to grow exponentially throughout the next however many years you decide to play this game because of the strong work ethic that you've put in this past year. And it's so exciting because I know this home run for you is just around the corner because you're putting in the right work. And you've come close to a home run, haven't you? Yeah. You've come so close to it. And one of my favorite things to do with you is to talk about what what did it feel like to hit that screaming double to the outfield because that double got you closer to that home run. And so it's so fun to be able to grow with you and to help you grow not just – 
in the, in the game of softball, but in the game of life. And think about it right now. You're on a live video call with a bunch of other people. Does it even feel like you are right now? No, because you're just like having a conversation with Coach Ashley, and that's what we want it to be like. So you guys have been an incredible, incredible blessing to pop into my life when you did with online training, and I just want to thank you guys so much for hopping on here and to telling other people about what our journey has been like. And is there anything else you want to tell anyone else, Kinsey, about maybe how much you've grown or what excites you in the game or maybe other goals that you might have other than your home run? No? Well, Kenzie wants to play college softball. And I'm going to tell you right now, my job is to get you to be there one day. So I love being your coach, Kenzie. Vincent, do you have anything else you want to add to the conversation, or are we pretty good? And it's something that you and I have talked about previously to where, I mean, kids around the age of nine, you know, when you tell them to do something, they go up there and they just do it. They don't really understand why. The, the training that you've been able to provide with her and walk her through allows her to understand what it is that she's doing and is able to, you know, basically give that right back to you when you ask her why she's doing something or what something's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Just go to what your training has been, you know, for her, uh, and what's been able to do for her. You know, it's not a normal thing for that. Yeah. Thank you so much. It means so much that you said that. And in reality, it's just, I want her to be able to one day build her own lesson plans and whip out the drills that she knows is going to make her better and really take ownership of her own training. Like my goal as a coach, and I think I just posted about this in like either the Smash Tribe on Facebook or somewhere last week, that my goal as a coach is to be able to make you the best coach for yourself too that you can be self-motivated, that you can put together your own practice plans and lesson plans. I will always be here as like that, you know, hey, I have a question, like I need help with something. Like, yes, I will always be here. But in seeing you grow and seeing you take ownership of your training, Kenzie, has been amazing. And I am with you 100% on that, Vincent. She has grown so much and she has really taken, like I'm sure she's taking drills that she's just like, you know what? This drill is really hard, but I want to be good at it. And she goes and she works on it. And it's amazing, amazing, amazing. I actually, you know what I should do is put her swing from a year from now or a year ago to now and put them side by side because your mechanics, Kenzie, have grown so much since the beginning. They really have. They've been amazing. Okay, you guys. Well, I hope, I hope, I hope I see you guys on our virtual video call because remember how we meet every first Sunday of the month together with all the other online training people? Well, that first call for March is on Sunday. So look for an email from me. You guys are going to be getting it. And we're going to be talking about more things, more ways to develop daily confidence habits, which you have a ton of, but we're going to talk about a couple more of them on Sunday. So I hope you're there to hang out with us. Okay, you guys. All right. Thanks so much for joining. I'll see you very, very soon, Kenzie. Keep crushing your goals, all right? (laughs) Bye, my friends. See ya. Bye. Kinsey and her dad, just the best. Oh my gosh. I promise I did not pay him to say those nice things, but seriously, 
They, they are the OGs for a reason. I love working with Kenzie. We work almost weekly together and we have so much fun helping develop her swing. And even when we don't spend time together, this girl has a work ethic like no other. She's always asking her dad to go into the basement to try this new thing that we tried in our lesson. And they are a perfect team. So from the recap, let's talk about this. If you didn't get anything else from this conversation, I hope that you got the fact that challenging yourself, aka your athlete, is the key to growing. So every time that I do a virtual lesson, we always end with some sort of a challenge, whether it's how long can you hold a plank, or in 60 seconds, how many line drives can you hit? Trying to make them compete under pressure is the key to working on anything. So that's how you're gonna be able to make practices turn into games rather than just being an all-star practice player. So that's one crucial aspect from today. If you guys understood uh, from the Trooper Foundation, so the hat that I was wearing in the interview is actually Vincent's hat. And if you guys wanna learn more about the Trooper Foundation, go to the show notes and you guys can click on how you can maybe buy some garb from them. It's a really, really awesome organization. And if you feel inclined, go head over to the show notes to check that out. So my action plan for you for this week is to talk to your athlete about her goals and maybe plan your training regimen for the week together so that you can plan specific times to make her goals happen for her. So no, we have no idea when the goal will happen, but we can plan the amount of work that we do and try to create a consistent habit for it to happen sooner. So you two come up with a plan around your practice schedule and make sure those practices end with challenges. It's not as complicated as we think it is, but as long as we start now, we start today with a clear structure of our training, it becomes so much easier and the goals end up coming faster. If this recording made you curious about what the Smash Tribe Hitting Academy is, head to the link in my show notes or head to www.ashleybtraining.com and you can see all the ways we can work together. Either one-on-one virtual lessons or you can check out the tons and tons of drills inside the membership and also mental skills and drill work and goal setting, all of the things that your athlete needs can be found inside the membership. So head to www.ashleybtraining.com and you can check out all the things. All right, I decided on this episode for the OGs that are sticking around to the very end, my new tagline is going to be this from now on. Stay awkward and keep smiling. See you guys next week.